welcome back to the Heads in the Game podcast. Uh, the English Premier League season has officially restarted for the 2020-2021 season. That's a mouthful. But first weekend of games is in the book. Exciting times, great games. Great, as always, transfer news up until now. That'll continue going until the deadline in October. But it's been a whirlwind of a weekend. Weekend one out of 38 is in the books. Uh, and, I mean, let's just get it right started. We got Turner and Chris here. Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea all represented. Game one of the new season, Fulham Arsenal, newly promoted, cottagers at home, empty stadiums, of course, all in the Premier League. And Arsenal take home three points. Turner, how you feeling about it? Uh, I mean, it was quite nice not having to wake up at 4.30 uh, instead of the, the 7.30 East Coast time. Uh, still brutal, but uh, but much nicer. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you couldn't have really asked for a better start. Um, I, yeah, I mean, there's, I, like, I think the classic uh, counter is just Fulham look awful. <laughs> and, and they really do look like a team that is destined for relegation but it's one it's one it's one game in so it won't be be too brutal but they didn't really offer anything um and you know uh with like the defensive error that led to uh like that first goal was atrocious but uh and and the defending on the corner, uh the defending on the corner that gave gabriel his debut uh goal uh was was awful um but but William looked really good, which was – I hated that transfer, but he looks like he could he could do something this season or at least just be a solid role player. Um, and uh, and it, lo- it seemed like – it just seemed like a, a, f- a full performance, you know, a solid 3-0 victory, a nice bombing angle to, to start him off. Um, and, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly – it was, it was it just for the first time in a while. It, I felt very calm, which I, again, Fulham were awful, so it wasn't like I was there was much to fret about. But um, you gotta, you know, face what's in front of you, and and we definitely um, we definitely handled them. Fulham are a very interesting team. You know, two years ago when they came into the Premier League, they spent a pretty ludicrous amount of money and went immediately down. And the lesson they've seemed to learn is to spend no money. They've acquired Ariola from on loan. Um, but they're like their goalie wasn't their problem issue. Like that was seemingly a pretty needless upgrade. And they're still starting uh Hector uh and the American legend Tim Ream at center back. I mean yeah, they looked really bad. I, I I'm not gonna lie, I fell asleep in the 60th minute and woke up for the second half. That makes sense. Game. That makes sense. Uh <laughs> But yeah, Chris, did you catch any of the games on Saturday? Yeah, I was able to catch a little bit of the Arsenal game, but obviously it was ridiculously early, especially for Pacific Standard Time. So West Coast, West Coast. Yeah, respect. But uh, I was only able to check out a little bit. But yeah, unfortunately, uh, the game that I was able to check out was on Sunday. Mm, yeah, we'll get to that one. Morning. We'll get to that one. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I think we could all say I think for, for we that this team's looking good. I mean, Gabriel mm-hmm. looked really solid. He had the 
little iffy moment in the beginning, which I, yeah. I my stream wasn't working. All right, yeah, I know, Chris, you're going to focus on that. <laughs> but but if you watch the rest of the 90, and I think Chaz can confirm, he, he, did, a, he did everything he needed to do. And he, he won, which we, just, we, we haven't had a tall center back since Mertesacker, who just, he won every ball in the air. So uh, I, I was pleasantly, I, I was very excited about that. Um, Ainsley looking good again. Uh, El That's Nenny a bit of keep. That's a big El keep. Nenny, El Nenny playing out of his skin. I mean, he outshined Jaka. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. With, with uh, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll get to it. But with Alba today and, and possibly Torreira's sale to fund one of the two, Party R.O.R., this team's looking good, and and I'm I'm getting closer and closer to like possibly predicting a top four pick. But that's that that's that that's me being that's dangerous territory for Arsenal. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's, uh, let's watch Am those I, waters uh, what, what, there. Would be top four. Uh, all right, all right. I'll, I'll I'll rest my case. Um, well, yeah. We'll, so, we'll, but we'll, big we'll, win. Yeah, yeah. Big win of the weekend for Arsenal, though. Aubameyang. Signed a ting. He signed the thing. <laughs> Contract in the books. Uh, you know, big money for the man. Keeps him at Arsenal. Commits his future. Uh, undoubtedly, the best piece of news Arsenal fans have gotten. I think, I mean, I think people expected that he would sign, especially the FA Cup win. But there was still the hint of if he doesn't, what that means for the future. And of the why team. is it taking so long? Just yeah. like it didn't. If just, but but uh, but yeah, big big news. Uh, big big news. He's now our highest paid player, which uh, we all know Ozil's salary. So that either means it's three hundred fifty one thousand. I think it's between. I, he's either making as much as Ozil or four hundred. I could be four hundred k a week, Chaz. I mean, he deserves I, it, though. Honestly, he he's it, like the heart but, and soul of that team. Like, I'm just frustrated why Arsenal fans think we can now shell out fifty mil for anyone when, like, that four hundred k a week is digging heavy. You know what I mean? Especially with Ozil not even playing. I just think we need to realistically look at our at our financial situation, which I'm glad we're able to keep him. But that that's like a sixty million dollar signing, if that makes sense. Like that that is. The, in terms of keeping him and putting him on new wages for three years. And again, I hope he continues to stat for three years, but let's be real. I think he only has a year or two left in him of like 20 goals plus a season. Um, I think he'll start to slow down, which is uh, just realistic, but yeah, big, big, big weekend for Arsenal. Um, I don't know. I, 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 again, I just don't want to get too carried away, but um, maybe. Oh, yeah. go so, Arsenal see off Fulham. Going to breeze through the next game. That was Crystal Palace, Southampton. Southampton, dominant possession. But Crystal Palace score, courtesy of a pretty good Wilfred Zaha goal. But game of the weekend, third game. Undoubtedly game of the weekend. Newly promoted Leeds United. Marcelo Bielsa, finally in the Prem. Taking on the champions Liverpool at Anfield. And we are treated to a pretty nuts game. 4-3 final in Liverpool's favor. Uh, quick shout out to Jack Harrison, former Demon Deacon of Wake Forest University. Played uh, one some. He was at school for one semester. He played the his freshman year soccer season and became the first first overall draft pick for Wake Forest since Tim Duncan in the NBA. Um, so great performance uh, by the team and him. Outside of you know defending, but. It was a great watch. I don't know if you all got a chance to check this one out, but it was a 
pretty phenomenal game. Mo Salah hat-trick with two penalties. Uh, you know, great news for someone's fantasy Premier League team. Not mine, but overall, pretty good game. What do you make of it? I don't know if you watched, Chris, but uh, I, I did. It was, I mean, it was insane. It was insane. It was, it was uh, just attacking, attacking, attacking. I really, I, I think we all can agree. I don't know. I've been watching like prediction videos and no one's had leads even in a conversation of relegation or even seems like bottom below 15th. And I hadn't watched any of their season, to be honest, at all in the championship. Uh, I, I, they won it. Uh, and I know they're a historic Premier League team. Um, and I had heard about this Bielsa guy. But, wow, what a team to watch. I mean, uh, they really proved it. I mean, minute one, you could see they, they didn't – there was – I feel like watching a lot of Liverpool last year, because of how well they were doing, because of just how good that team is, just lower teams just, like, kind of gave up. Like, like, the mindset of just, like, like playing Liverpool knocked them down to the extent where once Liverpool went – once Liverpool goes one zero up, the game's over. against like, last year, it just felt like there was no way – you could not only attack Liverpool, because you'd be so afraid of attacking Liverpool because of how insane that attack, their attack back would be, if that makes sense. But this team, I mean, wow, just a team full of confidence. It just, it was really fun. And I'm going to get in there. Van Dyke with another error. We got, I think people need to start assessing uh, Van Dyke because imagine if Louise, that, that's, a, that, that's a Louise era. He did that against Arsenal. He gave the ball right to Lacazette. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, of course, Liverpool didn't uh, really kick Liverpool in the ass because Salah, Rodrigo put a leg out. And Van Dyke score. Yeah, and I guess. True. I forgot about that, which, you know, helps him. But pretty, you know, defensively, he, I don't he, – he, he's, he's looked a little suspect sometimes. That's all I'll say. I want, I want yeah. questions. And I think interestingly in that game was Leeds totally neutralized Alexander-Arnold uh, out of the game. That did mean that <laughs> when they neutralized the right back, the right wing was totally open. Like even, you know, Salah might have scored two goals from penalties, but he was playing out of his mind the entire game. So much space. Uh, but, was, I mean, Leeds have spent big money in this window. They've, you know, Rodrigo, Click. They've gotten – there are more deals incoming. It seems that every day that they're in the news somewhere – uh, and, you know, they only had three shots on target, buried each one of them, uh, took, definitely took the game to Liverpool, and I totally agree with you. It's so great to see a team actually try and play Liverpool rather than the deep block that was, you know, I mean, that's how teams tried to beat Liverpool last year, and it worked sometimes. Atletico Madrid, the shining example. But, I mean, what a game. That game really made it feel like the Premier League was officially back. Uh, and capped off a pretty fantastic game of soccer, a day of soccer. Uh, next game was Newcastle uh, beating West Ham, who look really bad, uh, like pretty disastrously bad. Uh, I know people, they've definitely got the talent to stay up, but like, yikes. Uh, and then that brings us to Sunday. Uh, you know, don't have a Leicester fan also here. also have some, some pieces. Newcastle also had some pieces. Though. Yeah, that's true. Callum Wilson put in a good performance. They got him from Bournemouth. Um, that's a pretty great signing. Uh, starting up top with Andy Carroll, who I was like, honestly, I saw him on the pitch and I was like, oh yeah, him. He's still around. 
Uh, <laughs> I heard uh, Tottenham trying to acquire Andy Carroll, by the way, Chris. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, let's talk Spurs. We'll, you know, we'll breeze past. Yeah, let, let's, let's get to Sunday. I want to hear yeah. what, what – Yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't, Leicester I was City. Unfortunately, I wasn't able just so everyone – Chris knows, I, was, I wasn't able to watch the game, so I need the full recap of what happened against Ooh. Everton. But. I watched it. I know Chris watched it. Right before it, Leicester City beat West Brom 3-0. Good result for Brendan Rodgers. Jamie Vardy, two penalties. And then the clash of the day. Tottenham, Everton, Ancelotti, Mourinho, Hamas Rodriguez, Alan, Decore debuts uh, for Everton. Daugherty debut for Spurs. Uh, Hoiberg debut. Everyone's back. Lucas, Deli, Son. Kane and attack. Talk us through what went wrong, Chris. Well, first thing I can say, one word to summarize it, just disappointing, you know. Um, I kind of, I was texting Charles this. I, like, haven't talked to you, Turner, about this, but, like, you know, the whole documentary and stuff, it's just kind of, like, not ruined or anything like that, but just this whole message. You hate to see a season of him, like, trying to instill like this mentality and stuff into these players and for it to still be happening. And, you know, I really think the only way, and, and I'm still giving Mourinho, you know, the benefit of a doubt. I still think, you know, he knows what he's talking about and can do great things and can win with this team. But I think it's definitely time for pieces to move because it's just at this point, it's clearly a collective mentality amongst, you know, I'm not going to say amongst everybody, but it has to be some individuals. Um, within the team who just, you know, physically cannot do it because you just hate to see – you hate to see a result like that. And in terms of what happened in the game, like, you know, I can't really – I can't really tell you what happened in the game. You know, it was just a complete stalemate from Spurs. They played back. They played off the majority of the time, which I thought was ridiculous. When we signed Hoiberg to come in and play a CDM sitting role, I don't understand why you play Winks and Hoiberg in there with, like, no creativity because Delhi just can't do it, you know. I used to think he was a real creative player and whatnot. And he obviously has talent and can flick the ball, you know, great technical ability. But I think it's, you know, it's getting a little ridiculous now. The only thing he can do is play next to Kane and try to, like, head or, like, tap in rebound goals. Like, he's really going to have to start showing his uh showing his worth and obviously like with the talks of him going out um and replacement of a loan with uh Garrett Bale you know I think the club is starting to definitely try to send the message to him like dude you got to start playing like it ain't 2016 anymore you can't just ride off of being a young the young hottest talent in England like you need to start performing um the substitutions were weird. He subbed off Delhi. I don't know if it was right at the beginning of the second half. I forgot, or if it was like not had to. Yeah, at halftime, right? The beginning. Yeah, yeah, had to have been at halftime. Um, subbed him off for Sissoko. <laughs> he subs on Sissoko for Delhi while leaving Winks and Hoiberg in the game. And Winks wasn't. Neither of them were having the greatest game, but Winks, you know, as an experienced guy. Well, I think his name should have been called. The, with LaCelso being injured, we clearly were hurting. That just should show you guys. You hear me rant and rave about LaCelso all the time. The one game he's injured, and they can't even have the ball 
Like I, that should just show to you guys how important he is and how big of a deal he is to our team. And they have to furthermore find replacements. They can't just ditch a player like Erickson. Yeah, you know, he didn't do shit towards the end of his career. It was just kind of dragging along. But, you know, that's still a talented, creative player. You can't just dish all these guys out without replacing them as well. Um, but to get, you know, back to the game, you know, he subs on Sissoko. So Sissoko's playing a mix of, like, wing, right winger, right, like, midi winger. Um, who else? Then he did a swap. He brought on Ndombele at one point, which was – I thought was ridiculous dude don't bring in Dembele on and like, <laughs> the last like 70 or like 80 minutes in the game um thought he didn't give him enough time and also he brought on one more person he subbed off winks um but I forgot who that substitution was but long story short a lot of them are just you know I I didn't see a real direction and a real lead for these players and you know first game of the season that's just not what you want to see so what? But what about so? Just again, I didn't watch the game, Chris. But what about? Mm. I know Chaz watched it too. But like, yeah, I didn't hear anything about Son. I didn't hear anything about Kane. I didn't hear anything about because they because they couldn't even like like they couldn't the get the ball. They, like, they, they, I, they I, couldn't. I watched the highlights. Well, because yeah, because like, you know Jose. Like, okay, bro, you know so they I had think a Son, few chances. Had Son a, was, I think, the best Spurs player. I think in the first half, definitely, I would say. But throughout the game, Tottenham were not pressing at all and the post-game press conference uh, Mourinho said that it was a problem with fitness and it seemed that he had instructed his players to press he said quote lazy pressure lazy pressure up front this is what I'm saying and that creates unbalanced situations for the rest of the team sorry my Mourinho accent's a little uh, I'm not going to attempt it for this one Uh, said and then also revealed that they had positive coronavirus tests at some point in the offseason which might have affected their preseason but a really lazy performance for large portions of the game. It's like they were letting – I mean, Hamas had so much space. Uh, to just He would get the ball. No one was close to him, and he would be able to hit these cross-field passes. He looked really good. Uh, and Everton looked, you know, the better team for much of the game. And if you're Tottenham, that is not a position you can be in. They, Everton also just completely dominated the midfield turner, yeah. like as you would expect if you have Hoiberg, who's trying to learn the ropes and stuff. Also, big like somewhat respect to Doherty. You know, he got the chance, could have scored off the flick from Kane. Um, would have liked oh, to see I, that I saw going. That. I saw you that. know, nice to see. I I could see the direction and sort of what's going on. So that was somewhat promising. But yeah, towards the back, I just think the. Throwing that group together of Sissoko, Hoiberg, Winks, you know, it, what would you, what do you expect against Decore, Allen, and Hamez in there just having a field day? They were literally just swinging it to Rich Allison, yeah. and he was just sitting on the in the left wing, just trying to curl back. Like, but there was but it wasn't even like it wasn't even like yeah. they were sorry to interrupt, but it wasn't even like no, they go, were go, peppering go, go. us. It wasn't even like they were peppering us like that, Turner. Like. Uh, what's his face? Um, Rich Allison had some shots toward the end when he started letting it rip. But he had that one I mean, like horrific miss too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he ratted the keeper. I saw that, and he yeah. could have just passed it to Calvert Lewin. Literally, Calvert Literally. Lewin had some ball. My fantasy points. Control. My fantasy points, man. Literally. Um, 
Well, if, hey, you're talking to the guy who had Calvert Lewin on his fantasy team. Shit. Oh, yeah, I had Dinia. I had Dinia. You yeah, had Calvert Lewin. So, uh huh. Yeah. And who had Locker? Get out of here, dude. <laughs> With that. But, uh, yeah, but, Turner. Yeah. Like it, in the game, yeah. it wasn't even like there. I mean, obviously, toward the end, there was a few chances towards Everton way, towards Everton's way. But I mean, it was just from our point of view, like the Spurs' point of view. Oh, like just they didn't even really have the ball like that. Like it so, was just so, uh, so my question is, and I I agree. The documentary I haven't. I've only seen episode three, so no spoilers. But. Uh, they make the I Europa League. Think, you know, like I think it was, it's really interesting because the documentary going into it, right, was super, like you know, there there's already banter on the Arsenal fan base, it's just 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 in general to see Spurs. I, I I thought they had all the footage from the Champions League final. I thought it was gonna be that season. Weirdly, I I had no idea it was that the the past season. I thought it was I guess two seasons ago because I think that's when it was it was announced. But it definitely seems like I mean now every time anyone talks about Spurs, they they talk about like the the chaos in the dressing room and and brilliantly right we've as a fan you get this whole new look into what a halftime covers i had no idea what what the tactics are what 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 the coach is actually saying you know the like that moment where son gets the red card in the game you see him in the hall pissed off like it's incredible footage how is that a red seems like yeah exactly it definitely seems like you know in terms of uh, you know, quote unquote, the Lingard effect of social media uh, having a, a, a huge influence on a player's confidence, and and how much Jose, uh, Jose uh, he all he talked about is confidence. It, all of his press conferences are: we play with confidence, we play with confidence. You go out there with confidence. We are the better team. And so it just seems like if anything was to knock these dudes' confidence, it's Danny Rose get Danny Rose getting into it with uh, with Jose. It just seems like it just seems like a disaster. And while I'm sure it's making them pounds, uh, it you know it's what now everyone's seen how uh, Jose uh, performs, and I feel like there's even more pressure for him to perform because now we've seen how his how he lines you guys up. But it was nice because we we didn't know that it was filming, so like pretend you know it, it, you know just like if you guys were one zero down at halftime and you won the game in the documentary, it seemed incredible because Jose told you how to win the game. But now that we you have that backdrop and then he's not performing, it just looks even worse. And I still point at Jose. I think your team's good enough. I think I like Oivier. I think Doherty was played out of position. I don't know why you play him in a fourth back. Clearly at Wolves, he was, if not a right wing at times. So yeah, like the, he was sitting on the wing. He was sitting on the wing well, a bit. Like, no, so here, but like Spurs played this weird. just played at a four back. So I just well, I thought that was not as smart. So it's, they line up as a four back defensively. But then Tottenham have been doing this thing, especially under Jesse, where it's they shift the left side of the back four. So it's like Davies slots in as basically a left center back. And they're basically uh-huh. playing a three at the back. And they push Doherty all the way up to like a right mid, right wing position, which is what Aurier okay. is doing. Yeah, think oh, of like Aurier. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Think of like Aurier just like. Aurier is just kicking his seat because Darty's living <laughs> Aurier's best life. Like, living his best life. The difference is, is like, coming out some actual tech in the final third, bro, rather than Aurier just skying it up with a <laughs> goddamn goal and out of bounds. Um, but where but, does the blame come for Jose? That's all I'm saying, Chris. I feel like there I has mean, to be something. I mean, dude, I, Turner, honestly, like, I wish I could tell – like, I don't really have – I mean – 
Jose ain't out there like playing on the pitch. You know, there's only so much he could do. And okay. I've seen these players like you just wait. You just wait until you watch the rest of that documentary and you can see how these dudes lose their head. This ain't a spoiler because everybody was bantering in my no, head when no. it happened. I mean, I mean, but you when know, you I have Eric know. Dyer running up into the stands because a fan was oh, like geez, mocking I him. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, oh but dude, I mean, just, we oh all my know God. that happens. We all know that happens. If a fan <laughs> mocking him has Eric Dyer's ass running up onto the stands, that should just let you know the mental state of those players. Like, I can't just throw it all on Jose. There's a lot of dudes in that locker room yeah. who I just don't think yeah. have it. Lasoso, not one of them. He's a warrior. All my yeah. Argentines warriors on the team. <laughs> um, big, big him up, dude. Big him up. Jisoko, all of them. But like, Poch you know, two, really... Poch two. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. He'll be back. <laughs> Don't worry. R.I.P. He'll be back though. Um, should, we, should we move on just for predictions? Yeah, too? yeah. We could, um, we could hit. But, we, could well, hit well, we need. Whoa. No, 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 no. After, after, of course, what happened on Monday? But I'm just saying, we we got a lot to cover. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk so, Monday. Chad, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. Look. Okay, Wolves beat Sheffield in the morning. So I'm coming in to Brighton. I, not going to lie, I was a little bit nervous. We're start like, the team. Uh, you know, it's, like, halfway between what it should be and what it was. So, you know, Werner starting, Havertz is starting. At the same time, they're running a double pivot with Jorginho and Conte. At the same time, Marcus Alonso is playing left back against Tariq Lamptey, who uh, was a Chelsea player and was just running him absolutely ragged the entire match. The performance, not great. Not great. I would say Werner looks amazing. He looked really good. I, I, I thought he was the best player on the pitch basically the entire game, especially the first half. You know, great work rate, making great runs. Hey, Charles, Havertz, Charles. Would you uh, would you think of that that one Havertz pass? To, okay, okay. Uh, I was about to, to say Ozil that. In the stands. <laughs> <laughs> to Ozil up in the stands, dude. What do you think about okay. that one? Havertz <laughs> looked a little rough. I'm not gonna lie. He he needs some time. He's been training with them for like a week, two weeks. The pass is pretty bad. I'm just gonna say, yeah, they're playing with new balls. He's I don't used know, to man. Bundesliga ball. That's 400 right, million pounds for that pass, dude. The all the all the pounds in the world for that pass. I don't know. He's man. gonna make you first that, game. That's euros. that's euros, Chris, to you, right? 100 million euros. Excuse him, excuse me. It was 70 million because he cost less than Keppa, who we will <laughs> get to. Uh, so Havertz, look, my jersey's in the mail. I'm gonna be rocking that home kit with oh. Havertz on the back. Uh, <laughs> oh. Other than that, though. Reese James, fucking banger. Like, Jesus Christ, yeah. what a goal. Screamer. In net, though, dude, we got to get – Mendy's got to get here. Like, I will buy that man's plane ticket from Rem or whatever he is. That, like, Keppa, oh, my God. That save, I mean, lack of a save, horrific. I, you know, I've held out hope for the dude. You know, world's most expensive keeper. He wasn't ever that good at Bilbao, but, like, we had to overpay because we lost Courtois. But, oh, my God, man. After last season, this dude, like, his confidence shattered. He came into this. Frank gave him the start, showed some confidence in him, gave him the shot to redeem himself, and then just fucks it. Like, just the ball goes underneath him from outside the box. He's conceded more goals 
from outside the box than any other player in the Premier any other keeper in the Premier League over the last three seasons. Just like dude's time is done. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with him. No club can afford his salary for the quality keeper he is. He's on like, you know, 200 a week or something. He's, you know, bought for 80 million. I'd be surprised if they can get 30 out of it. Um, Dude, 30? Martinez went for 20. There's no way he sells for more than Martinez. Okay, that's why I said I'd be surprised if they got 30. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah, okay. you know, Kepa is like, you know, to be fair to Kepa, he's 25. Martinez is what? 27. Okay, that, that was not a big enough difference for me to justify that comment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, other no, performances. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loftus cheek looked really bad. That's really sad to me. He looked, you know, I mean, before under sorry, he looked really good. And then they did played he the start, fucking, dude? dude. I, yeah, he did. Loftus cheek, striker. Oh my god, no, no, no. So, okay, okay, okay. So, the lineup doesn't look like it showed up on like Google or anything. They were playing a 4 2 3 1, Jorginho and Conte double pivot. And then Mount left mid, like left attacking mid, Loftus Cheek center attacking mid, and Havertz on the right. That made no sense to me. No sense at all. I think Havertz should have been middle, Loftus Cheek right, if we're going to do that. You know, I'm no manager. I think Ziek, I can't wait for him to play because Loftus Cheek, like, dude, I love the dude. But they played that friendly in Boston in between the end of the Premier League and the Europa League final under Sarri. Dude fucked his knee. I mean, fucked his Achilles, I think. Ruptured it. Not the same player at all. Like, it's really sad to see. But, you know, reasons for optimism. Uh, you know, Warner looks great. Havertz can only get better. Like, I would be surprised if he ever has a worse performance, personally. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, big. I'm excited to see what the defenders do. Like, when Chilwell gets in the team. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I I, I, I mean, of course, Chris and I were praying that Brighton were going to come out with a double. Oh, dude, I was nervous. They, but, they, but, they were but, the better team the entire game I, except the last 15 yeah. minutes. I, I didn't I, – again, unfortunately, I was so – I was hoping I was going to be able to watch it, but class didn't permit. Um, but but from what I saw, uh, I mean, of course, I was I was nervous that Havertz and Warner were going to be running it up. And, and, and I'm sure Warner looks good. I, I, I have no question whether he'll be good. Or whether he'll he'll actually show up, but again, a penalty, uh, and and the, the Zuma goal was fucking like just you know luck of the draw. So yeah, uh, and, and, and and the I, penalty the penalty was because Brighton fucked up a back pass. So it's like yeah, even yeah. the penalty wasn't great. So, it was good so, work by Warner, and a, you know a probably once in a season. No offense to James, banger from James. So, so once in a season, man, I'd be dude, surprised that's not, not a gonna, once in career. I'll bet. Oh, okay, okay. I, 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 what I, okay. I thought you were gonna say like yeah, three yeah, times. Yeah, Turner was tuning up. I was like, bro, there's no way Reese James is hitting uh, anything outside the box. It's like a Tamori goal where against Wolves. Okay, I will like, say, it's like fair play. Reese James. Reese James. I expect to score more than Tamori, but yes, I see where you're coming. True, from. true. My point is, like, it didn't. I, I didn't see. I didn't watch the game, but uh, the goals weren't necessarily attacking. Unlike you, know, like um, how dare I say, like Aubameyang's uh, goal uh, during Fulham, they weren't uh, full field. They didn't. They didn't look. They didn't look like as threatening as as your attack should be. Um, but yeah, I still worry, and I'm I and not to get too ahead, but this next weekend, 
I don't think a single person will be watching what's happening on Sunday because I cannot fucking wait for Liverpool-Chelsea next Sunday. But maybe okay. that's ahead of ourselves. Brief word, brief word, fuck NBC, <laughs> putting this shit on Peacock. Like, what are you doing? I know. The, that game, shit is the trash, game is more dude. primed. This is like so the time trash. in which more young Americans are getting into the sport than ever before, and they're watching the games, and you're literally saying to them, like, who the fuck wants to pay five bucks a month to watch, like, whatever shit shows are on, like, NBC's streaming platform? Like, no offense. And it's now you've got to pay. If you want to watch top-level European soccer, you got to get CBS All Access. You got to get Peacock. You got to have a cable subscription for the other NBC sports games. If it was like NBC and ESPN Plus to watch everything else, if you wanted, if it was like back how it used to be, NBC Sports Gold, you pay 55 bucks, 60 bucks for a year, and you get every single game live. Like, look, I'd complain. I'd be like, I wish you just put them all up for free. Or like, if you have an NBC Sports subscription, but with Peacock, you don't even get them all for free. It's only like a limited number. Like they're not all live. So it's like I, and this platform is a piece of shit. So it's like, man, I'm really, that one pisses me off. But yeah. Total sport tech, my guy. Total sport tech. Dude, I know. That's what I'm saying. They're just encouraging us to illegally stream, which we do not officially. We do not do. No, this podcast is sponsored by Buzz Streams and all of those, (laughs) all of those. Footy by all of them. Shout out. Yeah, hit the line, footy bite. Um, hit the refresh. Do, you, do we want to, because we didn't get a chance to unfortunately record anything before the season, do we want to do uh, top six and relegation possibly? Or yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I'll give you my top six off the dome. <laughs> yeah. Chris, you down? Yeah, I'm down. Just don't be all like, oh, Arsenal, you oh, no, no, no. playing, no, no uh, Real Madrid, Juve, and Bayern for Champions League. But let's hear it. I already know that's okay. where this is going. Chaz, you start us off. All right. I think City are going to win the league. I think Chelsea in second, Liverpool in third, United in fourth. Okay. Okay, that one, I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be Liverpool in second, but don't tell anyone. We'll, we'll talk after. We'll talk after. And then I think Arsenal are going to finish fifth. And then I think that the sixth place team is going to be Wolves. Right. We'll do relegation after we all go. That's the bleacher report, right? I didn't, I didn't hear a certain team in that top six. Interesting. All right. The relegation? Relegation? Uh, Fulham. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys. West Ham. And, I mean, I, okay, the third one, I honestly have no clue. Like, this one could be very up in the air. West Brom looks really bad. but And who do they have, dude? Who the That's hell do I, I know Bro. more Fulham players than I know West Brom players. That's what's concerning. Dude, yeah, their team's pretty fucking terrible. It's got players that And they just got Ivanovic. <laughs> rep my boy. Rep my boy, Branislav, man. Straight out of Zenit yeah. St. Petersburg. Chelsea. No, straight Legend. out of Belgrade. Yeah. That's why we don't mess with him. He's a sir. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, West continue. Brom. I'll continue. go West Brom, West Ham, Fulham. I think Fulham are like toast, toast. Yeah. Chris, let's hear it. 
Oh, you wanna you wanna save your bombshell ranking <laughs> for the last tournament? Oh, oh, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool. <sighs> okay. Winning winning it, I got City. Cause Liverpool ain't gonna get it done. After that I have Liverpool. I'll go Chelsea third. Hmm. Where do you want to go? Let's see. Fourth. Dare I say it? I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see a little bit more from them, but I'll say United fourth. Fifth. Fifth, I'm going to say we're going to go Spurs, sixth, Arsenal, seventh, Wolves. Um, the last three going to be definitely Fulham's out. West Ham is toast. Um, they are just looking pitiful. And I don't know. I'll say West Brom, but I'd like to see Sheffield go, go as well after all that running Ooh, around. That that be, that, that's a shout. That's ambitious. Ooh, no, but I, I, I've been on that wave a little bit. I don't think Sheffield will. I think, like, bottom 15 for Sheffield this season. I think – but, but, but we'll all wait for If teams learn how to, like, attack them and play them properly and this no, like, fan business, I think it's just kind of, like – all right, teams know a little bit what they're doing, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Turner, steal the show for us. Um, geez. I mean, again, again, these are hard just because the transfer window's not open. Like, again, if, if Man City signed Koulibaly, I don't think there's a chance, right, um, for anyone yeah. to do anything this, this, this year um, or just win in terms of first place. I'll go Man City. Uh, but I, I just think like it could. I, I weirdly think City, City and Liverpool are weird for me because for both of them, I feel like you'd be first or fourth, and I feel strongly about that. Uh, meaning, I'm gonna give them the top two, but I would not be surprised if just a lack of consistency. Because just looking back to those Liverpool last games, they got so lucky. I mean, it was like the game at Sheffield, Dean Henderson had like literally the one mistake of the season was Dean Henderson. I think. Firmino rolled it to him and just went between his legs, and Liverpool won that game. Like, like and I, I they've not Liverpool upgraded at all. Haven't upgraded at all. Like they, teams are gonna figure them out. I, I, I think, I think, I think they're not gonna have as much success against the top six, and I think they're gonna lose uh, games away to to lower teams, especially if fan, a few fans start coming back by the midseason. So I, I, but then I also. I just think it's going to be really close. I think the top four is going to be really close, which I, I'm really excited for. I'm going to go, just, just to shake it up, um, I'll go, geez, I'll go City, Man U, Liverpool, Chelsea. Fuck, this is where it, it, it's brutal. I, I don't think Arsenal will get fifth. I don't I to be honest, I would probably go – I don't think it's going to be Arsenal or Spurs. I think it's Everton, Wolves, or 
or someone in fifth. I don't know who that fifth spot is. And, and I'll get for this. I don't. Hear me out. I think Arsenal will get in sixth, and, and it'll be I, – I, you know what? Everton. I'll, I, I think they – Ancelotti's one of the best coaches in the world. Uh, if, if Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison can actually put the ball in the fucking back of the net – their midfield and and well, but that defense is, uh, geez, it's hard, it's hard. But I I think there has to be. It's gonna be a crazy season. I think it's gonna be a really crazy season. My and thing I, I is, oh, go continue, continue. No, no, I just think injuries, injuries can exactly, change everything. Uh, you exactly. Know, again, like, That's what I was. Salamane get injured. I don't see why Liverpool would be a top four necessarily, like automatically. You know but think of that with like Everton and like those teams. Though. True, Let true, one true. of those of guys drop. Of, like, of course, of course. But yeah, you know, I mean, Wolves gets, like Raul. Say Raul. Sure, yeah. sure. But like, say Raul Jimenez gets injured. I think that's true. like detrimental. What about this forty-year-old Jao Silva, Portuguese wonder kid? That's definitely not a money laundering conspiracy. <laughs> that whole team yeah. is money laundering conspiracy. I don't know. I, I, but I think you guys will agree with me. I mean, of course, it, it's hard to predict now, and, and, and you'll quote this, and I'll look like an idiot. But I do think <laughs> City and Liverpool, I, I, I also feel with City, I, again, I think Koulibaly would, would really certify first place or, or at least top two. But City, look, City didn't look too great last year. And with Lyon picking them out very recently and showing everyone how to do it, I think I think I, I, I Pep's magic I, I just think is 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 limited and if I, I, I don't know I don't know I if, if Aguero Aguero needs to prove that he is like he always is on form but he is getting older and I don't I don't I don't like I don't rate Jesus at all to be honest in terms of like his backup so I'm just I'm really excited for this season. Hey, Jesus is kind of nice man on what basis that like I I I put I play Richarlison. Hey, I think Jesus is kinda nice. Bruh. Richarlison? The dude who can't even badge the open net? Saying like what are you saying with that? Jesus is Richarlison. cold. Mm-hmm. I'd I have, really rate Richarlison. You'd have Richarlison? Yeah. Look I don't know. I think talent level Jesus work rate plus talent level Richarlison. But yeah. if, like, Jesus – like, because, like, look, we have not seen a City team that is actually built around a primary option of Gabriel Jesus. So he's always been slotted in where Aguero is not, in a, who's a very different player. And Gabriel Jesus yeah. is, like, playing left wing in the Champions League. Very True, weird. But, but, but we saw him – Aguero was injured for a, a, most a restart. I mean, that was his yeah, time no, to shine. And, and he, didn't, he didn't really – I, I don't know. I'm sure he scored, but he didn't. He didn't shine. He wasn't. Whatever. I'm just not a big fan. Yeah. Of that I mean, if, but, if we were talking about all or nothing earlier, I would oh, highly recommend all or nothing Brazil national team from the true. 2019 Copa America. That shit's dope yeah. as fuck. I'll check it out. I also forgot in that fifth place. I think we're not talking about Leicester. No one's talking about Leicester, but I think Leicester could be a shout again. With Leicester, it could be fifth or eleventh for me this season. It really could go either way. Um, so yeah, I, I really can't predict days. anything. I can't predict anything. I want to be like Arsenal, look really ridiculous. You know, top four with party, but again, we were such we're banter FC. Uh, as soon as you know, uh, Pepe will miss a, a miss, like miss an, a sitter, and confidence will go right back down. So, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's going to be a crazy season. And then relegation, sorry, uh, real quick. Yeah. I'm going to go, weirdly, to shake it up, I'm going to go West Brom, West Ham. I'm going to go Brighton. I, I'm going to give it to Fulham. They looked awful, but I think they actually have money. They have money, and they just signed Tete. I think they'll get, like, 16th. They, they'll be in the fight till the end. But I do like Scott Parker, and Kearney is, is decent. And if they can get a – if Mitrovic can actually start a game – <laughs> we might, we might see. Him hey, yeah, yeah. Why, what's why, going on there? Why does he not start? Does he, is he scored he that twenty-five old goals last year. Yeah. Uh, no, so, Mitrovic hey. is like young as fuck. He's twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, that those that, right. those are my predictions. Those are like my season season visions. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll return to those come May, or hopefully the season will finish on time. Yeah. Fingers fucking crossed. Um, and I, I mean, hopefully we'll see fans at some point back if, you know, coronavirus continues to be fought well. Um, it, you know, I, I don't know about you all. I've gotten used to there not being fans, but then you watch old games or Germany had fans in their DFB Pokal games this weekend. And man, it's like when you hear like the actual energy in the place, even on TV, it's like, oh, I, I miss that so much. I miss you Charles. Know, did you see that dude level. on Hamburg like run up into the stands? That uh, shit was Eric Dyer times like fifty. That dude was throwing. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes up, pushes the dude, and then yeah. all of the fans around that are like, Whoa. Yeah. like they don't even know literally, what you do. Literally, 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 that shit was wild. Yeah, but Turner, you gotta, you know, next time we talk, I, I assume you'll watch the rest of. Tottenham till yeah, I die. I'll, I'll finish broadcasting <laughs> for, the, for the podcast. Um, but do we want to quickly preview next week's games before we? Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk. So we we've talked Liverpool, Chelsea. That's the big game. That's going to be pretty crazy. Uh, I'm honestly thinking um, like Liverpool two one. Um, is it at Anfield or at? No, it's at Stamford Bridge. But like, Ooh. this is weird now. Like home yeah, field advantage. Really um, if anything, it's like statistically, it looks like home field advantage is actually flipped without fans, weirdly enough. Um, yeah. We've got Everton West Brom to start us off. I think Everton uh, should walk with that. Um, but big games uh, Tottenham take on Southampton. That's a pretty good one. Uh, Chris, optimistic, pessimistic? I'm a we'll see a mystic. That's what I'll <laughs> say about that. <laughs> Yeah, ben. Arsenal taking on West Ham, uh, Turner. We're just playing the relegation teams, so I mean, yeah, starting off. I don't want to get too ahead of myself because maybe, maybe. And Turner will come we, back screaming leave. about how Arsenal need to be in like top four when they clean out Fulham and like West Brom and all these. Teams. It's all right, right. No, it's okay. third week, we, third week we got Liverpool, so we'll we'll really throw that to the test, all right, Chris? We'll see if if Community Shield. Uh, performance can uh, can hold through. <laughs> you but, already uh, have Liverpool's number, man. Liverpool's rattled for the year. They, they don't <laughs> want to see Arsenal anymore. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I I'm gonna predict. I'm gonna be com- I'm confident for that. Um, Wolves City will be oh always. Yeah, that's fun. right. That's I mean, last season Wolves beat City twice, uh, which was you know I mean City were off last year, but. That, those are two – I don't think – I think they're the only team that did the double over them. I think yeah. they – I mean, Liverpool might have. Um, yeah. But that's going to be a big game. Adama, 
uh, running up against the new look city back line. Uh, I wonder who's going to start if uh, we're going to see Nathan Ake in the lineup. Um, Ferran Torres also there. Uh, you know, City still, I think, defense is their weakest area of the pitch, undoubtedly. Um, but, you know, if Kyle Walker, Amrick Laporte show up, that's going to be pretty tough to beat. And then, of course, I think the best player in the Premier League, um, Kevin De Bruyne. Very excited to see what he can do against a midfield that is like I that worked pretty well against him last year, but seems that it could leave some space open given its, you know, lack of athleticism. So, you know, interesting times, interesting games. Chris, yeah. any final thoughts about what you're hoping to see next weekend? I'm hoping to see some attacking, you know, obviously with Poch, we are an extremely attacking team. That was what you came to see. Um, always we're trying to be on the forefront and always pushing for goals. I'd like to see, first of all, I'd like to see some substitutions that I feel make sense and, you know, aren't just kind of thrown in substitutions scrambling. I'd like to see the players respond and take some responsibility in the loss. And yeah, I want to see some goals. Like I want to see some players create. Because everybody's, you know, fitness aside, everybody's back and everybody's healthy. And, you know, I'm kind of ready to see it. I'm not throwing out the season or nothing like that. You know, obviously the Everton game is one game. But, you know, we will see. We will see how they bounce back. I'd also, oh, before we end, I'd, you know, I'd like to see some more fluidity from our two new signings as well. I thought both were very shut flashes where it was like, okay, I see why, why we brought them in. I see what they're here to do. But I'd like to see, you know, a complete performance. And Turner, last thoughts? Uh, yeah. I, I hope it's two out of two for, for my Gunners. I hope uh, – I, I want to see Pepe start. Um, I want him to have a good season. Um, so, I'm, I'm looking – I hope he, he plays. Uh, and hopefully – uh, I mean, I don't know if Luis is Luis got like a neck injury, so it'd be interesting. I, I just want Gabriel to feel somewhat comfortable. You see, Holding has been literally been able to. He's had to talk to him through hands. There was literally like just him pointing at people was how they uh, they were able to like link up against Fulham. But I guess Fulham was just so bad that it didn't matter. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I hope for a solid performance. But I'm just excited to see this Chelsea. I really am excited to just watch this Chelsea Liverpool game. Um, and 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 one see see this Chelsea side uh, play a, a proper opponent, but also see this Liverpool team play a a, a proper opponent. Because if Leeds is is you know causing that much havoc, I think it's a long season for Liverpool, which makes me really excited. Because I hate Liverpool. Uh, I honestly Talk hate Liverpool. Liverpool. I hate. I I hope like a zero zero or not a zero zero. I want it to be like. Eight eight four four yeah yeah uh, except no goals yeah like eight goals for Jorginho that would be <laughs> yeah, nothing for Warner nothing for Havertz nothing for Pulisic um, yeah maybe give Alonso a goal uh, but anyway yeah I'm I'm excited for this weekend uh, and it's just so nice to I mean it's, it was a short break it's just nice to have football uh, being so consistent and um, and exciting so. Uh, yeah. yeah. With Take. that, uh, thank you all so much for joining, Turner and Chris. Thank you all so much for listening, if you made it this far. Uh, we'll be back very soon. I think we'll probably be back next week. 
if people are around. Um, people, you know, college is a bitch sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, until then, see you later. <laughs>